0: This is the Healthy Habits for Life show.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Coleman, and I thank you for being with me for another episode. Today, I'm talking about my favorite topic, time management, and I wanted to spend some time going over one particular aspect of time management, time management which is really um, the fundamentals in my line. And that is the idea of using a planner. It could be any kind of planner, but having some system for keeping track of all the places you need to be and all the things you need to do. So it's so interesting to me when I teach a new course or when I'm working with someone individually about uh, their time management, one of the first questions I ask is, tell me about the system that you're currently using. Do you have do you have a planner? Do you have any kind of system? And most of the time, I get one of two answers. I either get um, this kind of hand in the air, kind of shrug the shoulders <laughs> look, where people say, I kind of have a system, but it doesn't really work. It's really nothing. You know, nothing specific. Sometimes I write things in my phone. Sometimes I'll make a list for the day and look on a piece of paper. But, you know, it's really nothing formalized. And that's one category. And then the other category of response I get is I am the biggest purchaser of planners. I keep all of those paper products and all those companies in business. And I keep buying one thinking that this is going to be the one That's going to solve all my problems and I use it for about a week and then I put it down and stop using it. And I get that one a lot. (laughs) These planners can be really seductive and you find one that has a new layout or it has a pretty design on the cover and you think, oh, this one is fabulous and my friend had it and she loved it and said it was so helpful for her. So it's going to be the magic bullet for me and help solve all of my time management problems. And I'm here to let you in on a little bit of secret. It's not a good secret, but it's just the reality. The reality is there's no perfect planner and there is no magic planner. None of the planners are going to solve all the problems. It's all about creating the habit of actually using the planner. Whatever planner you decide on, there is no perfect one. But it's all about using one and using it consistently and Creating a habit so that something that you don't have to think that much about, it's just what you do. And that's what I'm hoping to help you with today. So let's start with question number one, which is, how do I decide which planner I should use? And basically, there are two categories. There are the paper planners and there are the digital planners. And these days, we are so lucky. I mean, the number of apps that are out there for organizing your calendar and to-do list, and it's just endless you could go into the app store and there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds which in and of itself is kind of overwhelming how do you decide which is going to be the perfect one there are even software programs that you can buy probably super expensive software programs that you can buy um, that have all these bells and whistles and they import information here and then export it there and create a folder here and a tab there and an arrow here and a drag this there and they sound like they're going to be so fantastic. And at the end of the day, my advice is to keep it really simple. To start, if you are not used to using any planned system, keep it super simple, like the calendar that just came to be home. Those are really, really good and they get the job done. So Um, Yes, there are other good apps. There's one called Todoist that someone uh, pointed out to me, which I think is really good. And there's one called Cozy. But at the end of the day, again, if you are just starting out, I'm going to recommend that you just use the the calendar that comes with your phone. And most phones also have a to-do list. Like in the iPhone, there's reminders. I'm an iPhone person, so I'm not positive how much is also on the Android, but um, there's the reminders. And I know the Android also has a basic to-do list. I forget what it's called, but there's a basic one. I'm not talking about the notes section, which which I do find to be helpful, but the to-do list, like the reminders app, has a way for prioritizing, which we're going to get to. But my point is that I wanted something that looks like a list where you can indicate how important something is. So that's, um, that's what I would recommend. If you want to go digital, I would recommend using the basic calendar that comes with your phone and that basic to-do list. If you want to go paper, there are also so many options. And I couldn't even go through an exhaustive list, but I can tell you about the one that I find to be really helpful. I don't get any... Um, <laughs> I'm not paid by them to to say this, but I discovered this company called Erin Condren uh, several years ago. I don't even know how I discovered these paintings, but I ordered one and I just love it. And it's a combination of reasons why I love it. They have a lot of different covers, um, cover art that you can choose from. And so I think visually they are colorful and they are very appealing, which I think is important because that makes me want to pick it up and use it. And then there's something about the Paper quality, it's thick, um, it's really easy to write on, and I don't know, something about that also is appealing to me. And then I like the layouts. The layout that I found is a weekly layout, so you can see the whole spread across the two pages. Um, why do you start with Monday? where do you start with Sunday? Whatever it is. But I think it helps to see the whole week Monday through Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday. And I'll get into this in a little bit, but there's something about visually seeing it. So, for some people, they like the digital and their brain processes the digital information really well. And so that works for them. But for other people, their brain just processes information better if it's visual on paper. And again, I think there's something about that paper, um, the, the paper planner, and then the weekly layout that allows your brain to really digest the information and say, okay, that event is on Monday, that one's on Wednesday, that's on Friday. And I think it helps you see the span of time because that can often be lost. And if you're anyone who struggles with ADHD or, um, or real severe time management struggles, I hear that a lot, that the perception of time is just kind of off. And so I think seeing that visual helps to imprint the information in your brain. Hello friends, it's Carol Perlman coming on to say hello and thank you so much for listening. I hope you've been enjoying these episodes as much as I've enjoyed creating them for you. I wanted to make sure you knew about a special program that is currently being offered on my website. If you go to number 4 lifebycarolperlmancom you'll see more information about my current time management classes if you follow me on social media if you listen to my podcast you know that i believe time management is behind almost every single one of your goals and the more you can perfect your skills in time management the more successful you're going to be in reaching your goals i have created what i believe is a really outstanding class i've been studying time management for years i've been perfecting my own system and i've been teaching others for almost 15 years now I created an online course, a 21 day habit formation course that is now available to you. They quote unquote, they say it takes 21 days to create a new habit. And I find that that is often time the case. So go look on the website, healthy for life by and you will see current offerings. I have several different time management classes for specific audiences. But the general one is just the It's About Time, time management class. You'll see all the details there. You'll see the upcoming start date. And there's always the opportunity to buy the workbook and complete the course as a self-paced course and take it at your own speed. It's one exercise a day. All you need to commit is 10, maybe 15 minutes a day. Step-by-step, you will create new habits that last a lifetime for better time management. Check it out. And I hope to see you in one of the classes. Thanks again for listening. So that's what I recommend, whether you get this Erin Condren one or whether there's another one that weekly layout, I think is really helpful. And I like to have every hour printed. So I want it to start as early as we can, 5 or 6 a.m. And then go as late as we can, um, you know, 8 or 9 o'clock with a block for every hour written out because i've seen some of the others and they just have either it's just one blank rectangle or maybe three blank rectangles for morning afternoon and evening and i find that it just doesn't work as well that it's um it's very easy to get lost in those and again it doesn't imprint the sense of time and also doesn't help you create a plan hour by hour ultimately i want you to know every single hour of the day what do you need to be doing? What's the most important thing for you to be doing? And then work, work, your way through hour by hour. So I find that those blank rectangles just don't enable you to do that as well as having the hours all written out. So weekly spread, hours, um, hour, hourly layout. Now, personally, I use a bit of a hybrid between the two. And here's where I might complicate you or confuse you a little bit. But I do find that digital calendars are really helpful because we have our phones all the time. So if you're at a doctor's appointment and you're trying to make another appointment, you can quickly take a look. You can find out if someone else has an appointment that day or if you have to be somewhere else or if you're at a town. And it's going to save you a couple of steps of taking an appointment from the doctor, getting home, realizing you can't make it and having to call them back. It's just a setup for for something to go wrong. So if you have everything in the calendar with you, it's going to be much easier to make these appointments. However, um, also, well, let me just say this before I move on. If you share a calendar with anyone, so if you share a calendar with your spouse or any other family member, then it really does help to be digital so that you can easily update information and you both can be adding information to the same calendar. Some people still find a way to do this. They have a printed calendar at home and they both add to it and that works for some families. Um, personally, I just think the digital one can be um, a little bit more efficient. But again, it's all a personal personal preference. So let's see, I think that's all I wanted to say about selecting a planner. Uh, yes. Yeah, so back to a hybrid. So I use the digital calendar for all the appointments, however, I do transfer some of them over to my paper planner. I, like I said, I have this Erin Condon planner that I really, really like because I find that it's the unstructured times that are more difficult to manage. So the appointments, if you know you have to get a doctor's appointment at 9 o'clock, uh, I think it's easier to get there and know what you have to do than when you wake up. And if you have nothing going on until 1 o'clock, are you going to know what you need to do with your time from, let's say, 8 o'clock to 1 o'clock? Chances are, no. Chances are, you're going to have to make a decision about that. That decision is not going to be easy. And therefore, you're going to kind of futz around. You're going to go on social media. You're going to do whatever you're going to look around, do maybe what's easiest, what the low-hanging fruit is. But that's not going to steer you in the direction of what the most important thing is. So that's why um, it's really helpful to have every hour planned out. So my system, so the next thing, after you decide which planner you're going to use, the next thing we need to think about is the habit of actually using it. What I teach everybody is to pick one day during the week. I happen to like Sunday, but if you have a funky work schedule or for whatever reason, another day works better for you, then pick another day. But pick one day during the week where you sit down and you do the planning for the week. I want you to find a quiet place, It would be fantastic if it's cozy, if you have your favorite drink, a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, or a big glass of water. Sit down, get cozy, and get excited to plan your week. This doesn't have to feel dreadful. This doesn't have to be overwhelming. This is exciting because of how you're going to feel afterwards. So you sit down and the first thing, the easiest thing to track is what are the events that are already scheduled? So this is where you might take out your phone um, and you'll have to decide, are you using all paper, all digital, or a little bit of a hybrid? Personally, I take out my phone and I start writing into my paper planner um, all the givens. So when am I working? When do people have appointments? And when do I know I have to be certain places? That takes care of the giving. Then, step number two. Now, maybe you need another step. Um, Because I have this in my phone already, I don't have to. But perhaps for you, if you don't have a calendar that's synchronized with other family members, part of your routine might be to check in with others and say, hey, what do you have going on this week? Is there anything I need to know about? And you slow the conversation down, make sure everybody stops what they're doing, and they can focus. If They have their own calendars. They take those out. And you all have a conversation about who needs to be where and make sure it all goes into the master calendar, whether it's digital, whether it's a planner, or whether it's a big wall calendar that you hang in a central location. Okay, then you can dismiss the family members. Then what um, I want you to think about is the blank space and how do you want to use that blank space? So there are the appointments that you know you have to get to. So the next thing I want you to write out, I want you to take a piece of paper. So this would be a good episode to be listening to somewhere where you're sitting down, where you can kind of consider this a working episode and take out a piece of paper or take out a blank page in your planner. And I want you to think about what are all the different tasks that you need to take care of during the week. So it might be things like food shopping. Maybe you go over to check in on a parent. Maybe you, um, go to a certain exercise class three times a week. Um, laundry, if you have any kind of home organization routine, um, anything that, that happens on a regular basis in your household or for you, I want you to write down on the list and estimate. How long do you think you need to get that done? Five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour? And jot that down next to it. And then when you have that list all created, I want you to start assigning a time and a day to each of those activities. So this is, so let's say you're planning on a Sunday and you look at that list and all of those things have, have to happen at least once during the week. I want you to decide where all of those are going to go. Now, here's the thing. So the reason why I emphasize the word decide is that we make so many decisions in the course of one day so many decisions it can get really tiring and there's this thing called decision decision making fatigue and it's legit it's really a thing that over time when we have to keep making decisions we just get tired and we don't we lose our sharpness we lose our ability to make really good well-informed rational decisions And so this is why I always say that it's better to create a habit because when you can take the decision-making out of something and it's just what you do, you're gonna spare a lot of emotional resources. So this is why I want you to make this decision once on your one planning day so that you don't have to decide throughout the day, you just have to execute. And executing, as it turns out, can be a lot easier than deciding. Okay, so you now have all of your calendar events, and you're going to decide when these other recurring weekly activities are going to happen for the week. And you're going to write it down and give it a specific time. And you know what? I'm actually going to pause here. There's so much more to say about time management, but I don't want to overwhelm you. So I think I'm going to break this this um episode up into different sections and i'm just going to ask you to work on the two that we covered maybe the three that we covered today so number one decide on the planner number two pick one day during the week which is going to be your planning week number three start implementing that a time when you sit down you go over your calendar checking with other family members to see what they have going on you write out all the weekly tasks and um the things that have to happen, and you assign them a day and a time in your calendar. If you've gotten this far, if you stuck with me, way to go. Congratulate yourself. I know this can be overwhelming. I've just thrown three pretty big things at you. It can be overwhelming. But what I want you to do is really try to implement this, and then let me know how it goes. Send me an email. Find me on social media. Let me know how it goes. It's parts one, two, and three. I'm going to hold off a couple of weeks and let you work on this, and then I'll pop back in and we'll talk about the next couple of steps when it comes to time age. Okay. If you have any questions, come find me. Thank you for joining me today and have a great day. I'll see you soon.
0: Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you love today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.